This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel Scum. Bam! Boom. Well, bam. Here we are again. Star Wars. Wars Episode Stars. Episode 11. <laughs> Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. This is James. Hi. Episode... I got to tell you something before we get started. Rob from Heat O'Red was making fun of me for my top five list. Who was? Uh, Rob, because my list sucked for all the books that I forgot about that you remembered that I was like. Anyway, my top five sucked last week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you forget. All right. My, moving my on. Sis- apparently, my sister-in-law does listen to our episodes from time to time, and I'm like, why? <laughs> why? I mean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. I was just like, but why? Why would you do this to yourself? So, yeah. Don't sell yourself short, Brock. Don't sell yourself short. Just posting on a Patreon page. Thank you on our Patreon. Uh, I think we're look. I think the reality is, Brock, is we are two fantastic individuals who people gravitate towards. Yeah. I Thank suppose. you, Heidi. <laughs> Heidi's uh, wishing us a happy birthday. Open. No, Heidi thank you, thank you, thank yes. you. We we are twins separated by three years at birth. <laughs> Yep, that's right. It's crazy. I'm watching on the little YouTube here just to make sure that I'm on everything a massive still happens. Massive delays or whatever. It's just like I'm like, what does it actually look like? Because it's like you freeze every couple seconds and then you sit <laughs> all the way back, all the way YouTube. back. I'm uh, I'm, work- I'm working on this. I'm working on my setup. I promise. What happened to our names anyway? Our names are just up now. They're gone. Anyway, people listening don't care. Uh, what have you been up to the last of the while? Star oh, Wars-wise. I've been Star Wars wise, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you were you on vacation this whole week or just yesterday? What was I? What on vacation this whole week or just yesterday? Oh, I just took the day off for work for my birthday. Just, okay, because I thought I saw posts like a few days on the weekend. Maybe it said vacation or I don't yeah. Know. There's a thing called the weekend, James. People go out. That's not a vacation. <laughs> that's a weekend. Uh, Heidi, Andrew Fantasia is in New York, living his best New York life. Mm. That's where he is. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, he's doing all the tours of all of his favorite New York movie sets, and he's going through them all. So it's good times. I'm really far back. I can zoom in. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> Sit up like a gentleman. <laughs> I can't. This is how the seat is. I'm sitting on the uh. seat. This is uncomfortable, like this. Like if I do an hour like this. Okay, Patreon.com, get James a chair. <laughs> We're back on chair okay. watch. Star, so Star Wars, nothing really has happened in Star Wars land as of like we're waiting on Ahsoka 
And it, like we're we're this is like the calm before the Star Wars storm. I will say this. Yeah. I gotta I gotta say this. Uh, someone I work with is a massive Star Wars fan, and he buys nice. Star Wars shoes. The DC DC makes Star Wars shoes. Oh, and and uh, yesterday on her birthday, uh, he was the first one I worked to wish me a happy birthday. But he came running. He goes, James, look at these, and he was wearing Beskar sneakers by DC, and. If you say that out oh, loud, sweet. you're picturing like the nerdiest shoes you could think of. But Brock, they were just like these gray, silvery gray shoes with a nice sheen in the right light. And yeah. they had the um they had the mudhorn logo on the back. And then on the front yeah. there was like not airbrush, but another Star Wars wording font that could but they were lit. I'm not like not even exaggerating. They were super nice shoes. He has like 20 pairs of these shoes. These ones are new. Uh, he has all these Star Wars shoes, and every time he wears when it comes in. But these were so nice, Brock. Like, just I was like, Aaron would actually probably be like, I would buy you those shoes. Like, that's how nice <laughs> they were. You couldn't tell they were Star Wars unless you looked at the back and like really closely. And anyway, I just want to say that off the top. DC, check it. They drop them like every like year or a few months or something because he always yeah. picks them up. And I'm like, what? I gotta go on. And by the time I get on, they're sold out of like my size, which is mini. <laughs> so they might have yours. They probably don't even make your size. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's, it is interesting. Like the amount of like cross pollination of like IP or what is it like licensing rights that people have? Like, yeah. I don't know if you've been in any like store, it's like if you, you can buy a Keith Haring shirt or, a or, a Warhol shirt, peanuts, peanuts, you can have anywhere. Every, the, 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 what do you call it? The estate of Charles Schultz is selling out that IP constantly so star wars yeah because i think like adidas has some kind of deal with star wars as well for sure because i think like there's like those chewbacca I, shoes where adidas yeah i remember i remember adidas has something i just know i didn't know dc had a thing and like, i went to the website i looked i'm like so he has he told me about this other one he had it was dark trooper ones they sounded nice yeah. um, but online they didn't have the, they had a boba fett one online i saw i wasn't too crazy but there was too much going on for that one like it looked like yeah. almost army fatigue but boba fett color um, they had like a Luke Skywalker one, which I think he has. That's like a Rebel Alliance. They, like it's crazy. Like I, I don't know. It, it's also like he wore he. So what he does, he wears it to work, but he wears different shoes outside. Like they're only like the indoor shoes because you can't ruin them. It's like he collects them basically, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he he joked. He joked that he is his closet is getting more full than his wife's uh, full of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Though. I would right. say honestly, man, Star Wars fans, if you're check them out, DC shoes, they were. I thought they were very nice, and I have no taste. So take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, just looking at them right now, it's like, oh, it's so nice. Oh, the sli- these slip-ons look cool. I didn't even know DC did slip-ons, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I, I get it. Like, I'm huge into Vans these days, and I just They're got so- a new pair for my birthday, which were, like, rad. They're, like, red and black. My wife bought them for me. They have lightning bolts on it, and conveniently we wore to see it the to see the Flash. I was like, oh. I- that's so funny. Is that what she posted that. on on Instagram? Yeah, because and it's like <laughs> she posted because the seat we were sitting in illuminated my shoes, yeah. and she panned up to the screen right when it's a shot of Barry West's yeah. like feet. And I was like, "That's amazing!" So That's fun little thing. I um, I do love Vans; are very comfortable shoes. I, oh, why are we talking yeah, about yeah. shoes? But Vans, I love Vans. <laughs> oh, I love Vans. Oh. You have no idea. I have way too many pairs. Anyways, but like, um, I was thinking about Ahsoka this week because I was like, oh, we don't have anything to August. 
Right now, though, on Disney Plus, uh, it's Star Wars adjacent because it's Disney Plus. But like, Secret Invasion just came out yes. with everyone's favorite Mace Windu. He is back, baby, and no eye. Uh, um, I heard I've heard mixed things about. I've watched. I've heard mixed things though. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, it was like, oh, cool. This will be the thing we watch, or like the thing on Wednesday we watch. Hopefully, up and just until Ahsoka. I don't know how many episodes it is. But it should get us through most of July into August, so that's fun. Uh, I uh, was going to say something else about it, but I think we're going to talk about it later, so I'll bring that up again. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, the one thing I, I liked it. Sorry, that's a terrible review. Though I will that say that was why anyone, I brought up that it was getting mixed reviews. I wanted to hear your opinion. <laughs> like uh, I will say, whenever you watch uh, the first episode, and anyone listening is like. Please watch the opening, like, they have, like, the opening credits. The like, it opens, like, it starts. It's like, is that AI generated? Because I yeah, was like, yeah. this looks like they're getting, AI. They're getting a lot wild. of backlash. They're getting a lot of backlash for it. But apparently, the uh, artist sketched what they wanted the AI to create. So there was, like, an artist who did it. Interesting. And I, AI, which I kind of, I wasn't against. I haven't seen it. Um, and I look, AI freaks me out. Like, it <laughs> freaks me out. Like, it's cool. It's a great tool, but it's also, like, we're doomed. Uh, but, like, but I thought for this show, it kind of was kind of like a cheeky thing that they did yeah, because yeah. of what the show's about. So I was like, I was kind of okay with it. It's like if, if a Terminator movie came out and AI did the opening credits for Terminator, I would be like, this is kind of genius. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're playing yeah. into what you're about. So I'm okay with I'm okay with that, and I love that Heidi and Dale are talking about underwear right now in the chat. <laughs> but yeah, it was like I was like, is it's you know like back in like early 2000s, like where they started talking about like like when CG like animated things became a little bit more yeah. advanced, a little more prevalent, where it's like wow that looks really good, but then like someone like kind of pointed out the uncanny valley of it all, where you're like, it looks too good to the point that your brain's like that something's not right about this so it's like i think they've like with cg they've blasted past that but ai is in the earliest ai generated like content is in that that uncanny valley right now where you're like wow that looks good and sometimes like that looks completely wrong like it's like the problem with ai is sorry is it takes away from humans doing things that's the problem let's not worry about the ethical part of it let's talk about it's not ethical it's it's my that's my career that's your uh, job like it's a job like it's like i'm worried about my future right now yes 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 yes. calm down we will we'll join woke culture shortly but like i'm not talking woke (laughs) i'm talking I like if you write if you write these things right like they writes for you it like it's it's scary man if you're an animator it's gonna start animating for you the best the best part of this is my feed your feed to me makes you sound like a like garbled AI you 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 like go like that I can hear you but it's like so it's like it's like the utter insanity of it no 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 yes of course like the whole. It's stealing people's jobs. It's gonna ruin. That we we all know. Yeah, the writer's I don't care about other people. I care about, about my people. I care. About, I care about my job. That's what... <laughs> oh man. The okay. AI, Anyways, AI heard what we're talking <laughs> about. and They froze the feed. That's the point. It's not even remotely there. It's not even remotely there. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways. Um. 
So it's interesting, like. Are you there again? Oh, I'm here. I know I lost you for a bit. I, I was just like trying to figure it out. Oh, good times. Good there times. we go. You're back. Good times. AI. I don't know. It's right, like, can you hear it's me like, again? Yeah, I can hear you. It's like people just haven't seen Terminator and they're like, let's, okay. let's do this. Okay, calm down, calm down. But anyways, my whole point was like, it is interesting because it's like, AI is nowhere near ready. It's like when it's told exactly what to do, it's like it can do some wild stuff, but it's still like, they're like, hmm. But so going back to like the, the opening, it's just like, it's, you can sense it. It's like, oh yeah, there's something not right about it. Like they're like, we like being abstract and what have you, but this one was like, oh, so I had no idea it was truly made by AI. That's, that's an interesting move. I like that. Anyways. I think it, I think it not, makes sense for the show. I you're not going to get an AI that replaces Kevin Feige or or uh, Filoni. If anything, let's just hope for AI gives us quirky little droids <laughs> that have emotions. I know that. I don't. Know, I think AI is cool. Like I, I think there's a lot of cool things about it. Mm-hmm. I uh, did you hear the video game wars, the console wars? Xbox has like raised the the white flag. They're in defeat. They're going to start selling. Games apparently the PlayStation and Nintendo now. They're like, wah, 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 wah. and I'm like, make them accessible on everything. Let's do it. Let's, let's yeah. I, I want to be able to play all, you know, I want to play it all. I, but I don't have a next gen console anyway, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Ivy's all for replacing Fantasia with AI. I'm going to save, save my money for a stream deck and then just be able to buy all of them anyway. So that last week, I've been looking into it. I said, Aaron, give me one for my birthday. She goes, you shut your mouth. Yeah, it's it's a good investment. So I don't know. But like, let's be honest. There's always going to be something. But like no one thing can ha- always, you know, Apple pulled ahead in the, the, the cell phone world. And then, you know, like somebody's got not everyone like it's like there is no big factory in a in a city anymore like there's always competition so yeah well that's the thing like apple yeah like apple did the iphone like now they got the 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 ar vr goggles (laughs) are gonna that's gonna start that's gonna be huge in like 10 20 whatever years but they've did the first one that'll do what it does but then other companies will start making them and they'll be more accessible for everybody. And pretty soon, Ready Player One will be reality. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's my yeah. I want to live in Ready Player One world. <laughs> I'm going to live in like the No, you don't. Because I, I, I started reading the sequel to oh, that right. book and God, it was awful. It was just like, you know what? I had a pretty good book and I'm going to bar for it. I'm gonna make the main character as, uh, what is it when you you rela- uh, unrelatable as possible and never stop talking about the '80s and '90s. Like, get out of here! Like, get out of yeah, here! <laughs> I think Andrew said the same thing. I that's the thing. Like, Ready Player One for me. Like, I enjoyed the first book quite a bit. I don't think it was like perfect or anything. I just was like, that was a fun read. It was kind of like yeah, exactly. Like, like it, was, it was like a like never ending story type thing. Where it was like it was fun. I'm like, this is good. I never once was like, I can't wait to see what happens next. I think that's the biggest problem with that book. I was like, I, when it ended, I was like, that was fun. I'm going to move on. <laughs> and then, and then like 
the thing is, it sounded like they moved on in a horrible direction from what you and Fantasia both tell me. <laughs> it was brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> um, but anyways, what are we talking about today in Star Wars? Okay, so this is apparently false, but the Ray movie that's coming out in 2026, May 2026, it's going to be shooting apparently next April. This is the word on next April. They, um, there's like a production website and they say that they had the uh, synopsis for the movie as well as the title for the movie. And I'm calling yeah. bogus on both. And I think they've been, yeah. since, <laughs> since we did the, since we did the rundown, I think they've both been refuted anyway, but like, it's going to be called new Jedi or star Wars, new Jedi order. Everything about it just seems like they took the information they had and AI'd it. They put in an AI. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. But look, I do want to talk about this movie. We won't talk about the synopsis because it's bogus. Sure. But like, here's the thing is, is there's a right. We just said there's a writer's strike going on right now. Oh, yeah. They had the <laughs> script. They had this script that wasn't ready. So they hired a new writer. Then a strike happened like within a month of the new writer. They're going to start shooting in April or March next year, according to Bespin Bulletin, who's pretty accurate on like everything. And they want this to come out in May the following year. I'm just at like, and look, they pulled it off with The Force Awakens, but I still think that because of The Force Awakens, they kind of like, they need to plan if they're making, more, they need to figure out what's going on. It's just like, are they rushing this? Like, do, and because and, you and I, we're obviously big Star Wars fans. We're on here. We say this every week. And I want to know what Heidi and Dale think right now, too, is like, do we need this movie rushed on us? Like, do we need it rushed? I, I think we're at a point now where we both, we all can't wait for a movie. But take your time. Get it right. Appease us with Acolyte, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew. There's a lot coming out on Disney+. Plus. A Mandalorian season four, appease us with that. Take your time. I don't care if it comes out in May 2026. I liked, I was into December. You had me at December. Continue yeah. that. Push your Taika Waititi movie that's never going to get done to another year and put this one out in, in December and then maybe the full new one the next December. Like, give them time. Let them do what they do. I don't need this to be rushed if that's what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's it's just like when you read it you're like one like why is this one the first one uh it, it just seems like especially when they're like this is the end of the skywalker saga and like you've spent a whole movie explaining like well she's a skywalker now and it's like well then yeah does the skywalker saga continue like it's like don't backtrack on it like we we all know it's like we're, we're gonna yeah end of the skywalker uh saga and then we get a cg luke skywalker and book of boba fett so it's just our end and mandalorian it's just like yeah, yeah we get where it's like, like luke is not going to be the main story and what have you but it's just like i i don't know i don't believe any of it of course because it's like one like new jedi order i'm like <laughs> come on Come AI. on. Like, it was 100% AI. And then, like, in the, the, the synopsis, is Rey is on a mission to rebuild the, the Jedi Order, and she has a boy and a girl, and the girl shows signs of true power. I'm like, like, it's just like, explain Star Wars in 10 words. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, 
or Jedi Order uh, finding younglings, the the galaxy hangs in the balance. Like, it's like really that's not a synopsis. That's just like pulling words out of a hat. So I don't know. But I was like, cool, I'll watch that. Like, that's the thing. It's like I'm like, you sell me. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm great. Yeah, let's do it. But well, we don't need to be sold. They have our money. Like my ticket yeah. is already booked for the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like what? Even if the trailers come out, like that didn't look very good. I, I'm still like sold on it. You know, like I'm still gonna yeah. buy those tickets. But I, I just when the sequel trilogy came out, I think I was in the vast minority. Like I don't think many people were with me. Where I was like, I was ready to go with Ray Finn and Poe before I even knew it was Ray Finn and Poe. I was ready to go with the new characters and branch away from the the, the original yeah. characters. Yeah. Like I was, I was okay with if they would have started it and Luke is like, "Well, you're good to go." And then Ray or whoever was like, "All right, let's go." And they did there. Like I would have been okay. And then maybe you come back to Luke, whatever. Once so I would have been okay with that. Like I, I'm not someone. I wasn't never clinging to the originals. And I think the prequels or what kind of cleansed me of that was I didn't have Luke Han and Leia in the prequel. I mean, I did have Luke and Leia in the, in the revenge of the Sith, I guess, but I didn't have them in the prequels. So I was kind of at that point with star Wars kind of like a little disassociated with them. It still needed to have connections to what happened, obviously, but I was okay with going on with new characters. Like I just did that for three movies and I loved them. Like I was good with it. So when, when they came back and they kind of like, where like Hans here and they put a lot of even though Luke wasn't in it they put a lot of emphasis on Luke I was still like fine with it but I would have been okay honestly if they if it started off with Luke ending yeah. Ray a lightsaber being like this uh needs to be uh whatever and then like and then you just follow Ray you don't worry about a Skywalker saga because that ended in Jedi and you just have them them do their thing and I hope what I'm getting at is I hope these new movies even though it's only one you know there probably would be more I'm hoping with these new movies that do the same type of thing where it's like Ray's there, but maybe it's about the new characters and she just kind of like says, you're ready to go on this journey now. Go figure it out. And they can always go back to Ray when they need her in the plot, but give me these new characters, make them good, but move on from there. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I know a lot of YouTube and Twitter. They're like, I need my Luke and I love Luke, but, and I loved him in Mandalorian. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, I'm, but that, but Mandalorian used him the way that, you can use Ray. It's like show up, do your thing, get the hell out of there. Yeah, like, and or we have barely any original, original characters in that. I don't think any. Like I think like obviously like Cassian, but like, and uh, Sagarera, but like it's just like we've proven we can make a show that doesn't have yeah. to have those things, and but like. As always, sprinkle them in. Spider-Man was a good comic, but it'd really be cool when, like, Doctor Strange or Daredevil or the Hulk showed up. Like, that was extra bang for your buck. So it's like, and Avengers are, the Avengers comic was built around the premise of, like, why have one hero when you can have all of them? So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, you can have a little smorgasbord and then also do a story. It's just like, they should move away from it. No, like, hearing uh a ray coming back because it's like i've said it before her walking off uh, into the tatooine sunset with uh bb8 i'm like yes give me more where do they go i just want to know so it's like do we need a movie i don't know but like i'll watch it but it's like come on like 
I don't know. How, did we ever have this much of a premise or not? It's not even a premise, but it's like in other movies, did they let us know this much before they re- released a trailer? They would have had to like some kind of like for like, the, don't, yeah, you know what I mean? No, the sequels. No, solo, probably a little rogue one. We knew what we yeah. knew because of what it was. And, but the pre like before Disney. Yeah. Like the prequels, we, I think we knew quite a bit beforehand um i think it's good to tell us things i i just i think like being too secretive is it's not good do you know what I mean? because when you're when you're holding too much away then people go out looking for it and that's when you start to ruin things if you give us tidbits just to, to like satisfy us enough we're not gonna look for the i'm not saying you're not the royal we we're not gonna look for like a lot of leaks and stuff because we have enough information that we're, we're kind of satisfied when you said, and then when you start to hold things back too, then we start making crap up in our minds and then whatever we go see can never live up to the BS that we just created because we're far more creative than the creatives that make these things. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just joking. That was, that, was, that was sarcasm. It's like what makes like, you know, like I, I think spider verse is still doing well. It's just like, it's like, why does it kill it? And then Guardians of the Galaxy does okay. Or I, I don't even know if Guardians did that well. No, Guardians did like, well. I mean, Guardians had a month, a few weeks. Guardians is doing better than Spider-Man. Yeah. And they're then, both, like, the Flash the Flash is, well. is kind of considered a, a flop. So DOA. DOA. I can't wait to see it, by the way. I, yeah, it's I'm, a great film. <laughs> I used to but like, I would love it. You can't explain it. Like, what makes one person want to see one movie over the other? I don't. I don't know. It's the, like the Flash, though. I, well, I guess we could talk about it. the Flash. Is a DC is very intriguing right now because Black Adam didn't do well. Shazam Two was a monstrous disaster, and the Flash is bombing. And people are like, "Well, it's because James Gunn is taking over." It's like, mm, sure. But a lot of people don't know that. Like, people just aren't going to go see these. It's so. Yeah. <laughs> but then the Batman made eight hundred million dollars, right? Like, yeah. It, I just can't. I don't. I mean, I haven't seen anything because I can't. Like, I just haven't. So I'm out of the equation. But I can't understand why people just are like. I mean, Ezra Miller. But a lot of people, no, like people who aren't into movies, they don't really know about the Ezra Miller stuff. Exactly. So like, I just can't understand. Like, because the Flash. When I see a trailer for Flash, I'm like. I'm in Michael Keaton's back as the Flash. Supergirl looks cool, and and the Flash is the Flash. Like, makes I don't. But like, it's yeah. like that, and then Shazam and Black Adam, and there's just been this pattern of these DC movies, big time flopping, and it makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like you know if this was a year ago it's like oh people are still coming back to the theater but like you know Top Gun is do, did really really well and they waited I think is Fast Ten doing good I don't even know no that one didn't do well yeah so like it's just like I don't know what exactly it is it like and none of the movies I listed were like you gotta see it no one's ta- no one's waiting for it I mean I was waiting for Spider Verse but that's a whole other thing but just like. It's just like I'm. Well, isn't it like the two biggest box office this year are animated? So it's like uh, Spider Verse and Mario. They did well, right? So it's like well, Spider Verse is still yeah. Uh, Guardians is doing better than that, but they're mm. both big. Like Mario's is the biggest one. It's the only one that's crossed a billion so far, I believe. 
Yeah. Um, I think they're saying no Mission Impossible is going to crack a billion. I think they're predicting that Tom Cruise mm. is on a billion dollar mission. That movie looks crazy though. I want to see that movie because. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like you just. I the Flash should make a billion dollars. It should have come out like a year ago, though, when it was done. Yeah. But yeah. but that movie, there's no excuse for that movie to not make a billion dollars. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't know. I, maybe, I don't know. I think, yeah, we'll see what where DC goes in a couple of years. Because, you know, love them or hate them. They're like, well, James Gunn does deliver pretty well. Pretty well, always across the board. So he has right now. He has the most successful comic book movie of the of like the last two years. Yeah, oh. and like his track record in that world has been pretty solid. Like, like it, maybe you don't like the Christmas special, but when you see Guardians three and you know, have watched the, the Christmas special, you're like, oh yeah, this all actually kind of works together and makes everything relevant. You know, like. And I shot them as well. No, I like I like the Christmas special. I don't know if it's one I'm going to watch every Christmas, but I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I, he's a he's a filmmaker though that I think uh, su- the Suicide Squad because I haven't seen Guardian. The Christmas special was Christmas special, but the Suicide Squad was I I, I love that movie. And every time I, and just watching it, it's just like he feels like a director who's like di- really dialed in. Like everything feels perfect. Like it's not perfect, but you know what I mean. Like. Like there's never, I never feel like he loses it at all. Like you know, so, no, like even no. with Starro at the end, a lot of directors would have lost that. Like yeah, like it would turn into the big CG fest. And you're like, what? Is, I don't know. <laughs> like, I always think of like Angley's Hulk at the end. You're like, I don't know what's happening. There's like a cloud of like dogs. I don't know. So, yeah. Like it's Galactus. like he doesn't. Yeah, it's like he doesn't lose it. It's like Starro's there, no. but kind of, but like and like, and so I just feel like, because like, I haven't seen Guardians yet, but that like he's up here yeah. and then. Like the Guardians movies were so good, but I think I think I like the first one better than the second one. But the second one, I still feel he probably like handled better than the first one in a lot of ways, with a lot of like what was going on. Yeah, he's just like grown so much as a filmmaker that I just I can't wait to see what he's going to do with with Superman and how he's going to be the Feige of it all, basically, because I think that's where he's going to really excel. I think he, sh- if he's smart, he'll like have some kind of like. Uh, what would we call it? Like plan, obviously story plan, sort of like where he's sort of like pulling all the threads and all that, but then let people do their own voice. Cause like his voice is very particular. Like yes. Peacemaker is an excellent show. Like I watch clips of the CG Eagle from Peacemaker <laughs> just because it's so funny. Like it's so good. And like the story makes sense. So it's like, it's like he make no one cared about Peacemaker up until like four years ago. So like he makes and like you know uh, Polka Dot Man or whatever yeah whatever David yeah. Dalmatian plays in that that show. It's just like yeah, um, but like I don't know if that that tone will go good for a Batman or a Superman. It could work. It, I arguably it'll probably work. So who knows? And it's like. Well, what will this mean in the spectrum of like what people want to see? So, like, will people start not caring about Star Wars because now they're like, "Oh, I'm going to go see a DC movie. I'm going to see this." So it's like it's, it's relevant, and like you got to keep your you got to keep your keep it on your guns. But like that would be very interesting to watch. Like Marvel, I know Star Wars and Marvel are owned by the same company, uh, Star Wars. 
and DC going toe to toe for films in the theater, especially when you got like you have your Filoni, you have your Favreau, or sorry, not uh, Feige, and then and you have your your James Gunn. Like that would be really interesting to to watch them compete for like the best of like the what would you call them like the the creator. I know Filoni's not really at that level, but let's be honest. Yeah, like he not. is the most knowledgeable. He's the most knowledgeable. <laughs> no, you're right. No, I'm not disagreeing with that. But I think that's the biggest hindrance that that Star Wars has is there isn't somebody. So you're going to get like just yeah. things thrown at the wall. Because James Mangold is working on Star Wars and he's working on Swamp Thing for DC. For, for James Gunn, he's working on Swamp Thing. And he just talked about Swamp Thing and he goes, it's kind of disconnected from the DCU. It's more of a horror movie and he has to do whatever. So, so what you were talking about, he kind of said he's doing whatever he really wants with that. But I feel like the Batman movie by Andy Muschietti is going to be more like he's going to get to do his movie, but James Gunn's going to be like, okay, but I want some color in this movie because we're not remaking the Batman. And also he can't kill people and do things like that Ben Affleck did. Like, I think there's going to be like, he's going to have rules that they're going to have to follow. He'll be more like, uh, he'll like, I mean, George Lucas did this before anybody with star Wars, right? He hired, he's a director I, for the original trilogy. He's like, here's the director I want. Uh, you're going to direct, but really it's me, but you're going to do it. And TV does it all the time. So yeah. I, but star Wars doesn't really have that. And they're just kind of throwing things at the wall. So I, I think that would be a really cool experiment to see based on Feige gun and smorgasbord of people. Cause Kathleen Kennedy isn't that person. Like, she's not she's just not that person like whether she could be or not she's just she's not because they i mean they're trying to figure out if she was they wouldn't be trying to figure out movies all the time right they would have like 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 the tv side Favreau and filoni on the tv side are totally that they've got mandalorian they've got ahsoka they've got boba fett they've got skeleton crew um probably whatever like they had range of the new republic living cat in there before the that went south but like they had that going um, whereas Star Wars as a whole doesn't, so that would be a unique experiment. I would totally pay a part of that. I pay That'd be interesting. That. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. It's uh, should be an interesting couple of years. But like the thing is, it's like Star like Lucasfilm has to stay stay stick to their guns. Like I was just thinking when you were talking, it's just like. It would be nice to find like when in ten years where no one's in trouble if they say it's like why did you choose what you chose like why Andor why an Obi Wan film why why anything that happened in Mandalorian you know like Andor is the most curious one because it was yeah. two hundred fifty million dollars yeah like, that's a freaking budget to th- to like waste on Disney Plus yeah. look. You know what I think about Andor. I don't have to talk about like it's yeah. amazing and everything. But it was on Disney Plus. Like they're not going to really make that money back on Andor. It's mind blowing that they did that, and then they can't figure out a movie. If Andor was a movie, I wonder if it would have done well. I don't know. I mean, it's, it would have been a different thing though, too. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Too but I'm just saying for the for the budget and everything, it just. But Andor was brilliant, and they, you know, I. You're right though. Like it's it was like a completely different pitch than anything like any other Star Wars, and I think I think it paid off. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think it looked it just looked so nice, 
and everything about it was it was it was nice to have that and then it was yeah. also nice to go back to mandalorian after i thought like it was like i was like all right we had her out of fun now give me some popcorn we're good all right i'm yeah. ready to go back to andor now um it it was so good though. but the budget i can't get over how much money that thing costs to make like that's yeah, insane yeah. and that's what that's what everybody can hate on the volume all you want that's why they use the volume that's going to save them 150 to 200 million dollars of course you're going to use the volume right away mandalorian yeah. remember mandalorian was 10 million dollars an episode <laughs> if they would have shot it like andor it would have been like 400 million dollars for the whole yeah, season yeah, yeah. so you you know you take hey pauline you you, you got to take it and I think the volume is brilliant, and I think it's going to get better at the more they use it, the more they develop it. Yeah. And right now, we've just got to get through it. I, they still can't run in front of it. You got to stop that. But other than that, I think you know they're moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. But yeah, this going back to our original topic is like this is BS. Like <laughs> AI. The, the the new Jedi Order. I'm like. Really? Especially like Star Wars is known for its like title that you're like you hear. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And it's like, what does that mean? And then you watch the movie and you're like, oh. I, I remember when the prequel titles came out. I remember Attack of the Clones more than anything because I was like, that is the worst title I've ever yeah. heard. But then, because I was like 20 whatever at the time. Or was I, was I 20? 19, 20, whatever the hell I was. And I thought that. But then, like, what's the most, what is, like, the the typical best Star Wars movie, what people consider the best Star Wars movie is Empire Strikes Back, which is kind of equally as cheap. But, but, we, but we, grew, we grew up with that title, so we never associated with cheesiness. We were kids, you know, we were yeah. born with that. There's a tiny question like that's just, then you compare them, you're like, yeah, they're both kind of uh kind of lame titles. All right, I'm good with it. Like it's a Star Wars title. I, I, I kind of like it, and I hope whatever this is is something cheesy as well. Force Awakens was a bit cheesy. Last Jedi was a cool last Jedi is probably the coolest of all the titles. And then Rise of Skywalker makes no sense. But like I hope <laughs> they go back to something cheesy. Yeah, yeah. So like is Ray the Skywalker that rose? Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone figured it out? Like you've seen that one meme where they like move all the titles to a different like they re like it's just like everyone I get that sense. sent to me like at least once a week. Yeah, and it's like it does make a lot more sense. <laughs> I hate, I hate admitting it. I hate yeah, admitting yeah. it, but yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like uh they yeah. should there was like that rumor going around that George Lucas was gonna buy star wars back did you see that rumor i i think it was like two it wasn't when i got back from vacation i don't know i saw this rumor i'm like what is going on i think it was right when i got back there was like a rumor somebody probably started on youtube that george lucas was gonna buy star wars back from disney and i saw it and i was like what is this stupidity but then i thought wouldn't it be great if they sold it to him, like you know how like Roy Halliday was a day for like one day and then retired <laughs> yeah, as a retired, budget? Yeah. If they give it to Lucas for like a day and he's special editions all nine or eleven movies, he just does like special editions for one on all the movies <laughs> and then gives it right back. I would be totally down for that. Just special edition. Oh, hey Siri, disruptive. Pr- 
Wow, I don't know what I thought I said. Destruction, definition, and meaning. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be awesome if Lucas comes in for one day only? Does full like he just takes like all of his Lucasfilm crew and is like, we're gonna special edition them all. And he does them. I would watch that. Oh yeah, yeah. I am mad at myself for no not going to watch Return of the Jedi in the theater when it came back for the 40th anniversary. That's the only one I've never seen in the theater. Yeah. So it's like like everyone needs to realize like George Lucas is like highly respected, but like he's the guy, he's the old owner of the, the auto body shop that sold it to his best, his best worker or the son that takes it. And he just comes in every morning or sometime in the afternoon, drinks the coffee, just sits and shoots the shit with like the mechanics. Like he's not working and he's not going to create anything new. Like, He's not Stan Lee. You know how, I mean, like, Stan Lee, yeah. But, like, Stan Lee well, for a large chunk was like, yeah, I'll do stuff. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll be here, blah, 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 blah. Like, but, like, like George Lucas, unfortunately, is tapped out. Because, like, I think I've asked this question before. Why didn't he ever actually make a, a sequel to Return of the Jedi or a, a Star Wars movie that happened after Return of the Jedi? What? I believe happened was he wanted to do the prequels. And if you look back, there's all these interviews with Mark Hamill from the eighties talking about it. Oh, right, 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 right. I remember, I don't know if you remember, but CP two for way, way back in the nineties when they first started, they used to have a show called rewind. It was aired at like 3am and I was like a teenager (laughs) watching. And I remember this Harrison Ford interview where he was like, I'm going to do another Indiana Jones. Hmm. And they said, what about star Wars? He goes, George knows how I feel about Star Wars. <laughs> I'll never forget. I think that was from like 1984. It was a, it's called Rewind. I used to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, there was all these. But I think what happened actually happened was around the time Disney bought Star Wars, he was planning on doing three more. Mm. But I don't think he wanted to actually like. I think because everyone also also says that George Lucas hates directing, right? Yeah. So I think he was trying to figure out how to get them made without him directing them. Yeah. And I think he wrote a treatment, at least one treatment for like three movies. Mm-hmm. And I believe when Disney bought it, they had those treatments and that's what they were working on. I think the Michael Arndt script was close, was like that was based on those. I believe I could be wrong. Dale, let me know. I could be wrong, but I think that's what happened. And then they wanted JJ Abrams and JJ Abrams came in and said, I hate, the prequels i will not do george lucas like he does he didn't want to do those stories i think that's why he originally said no and then he basically got carte blanche to do what he wanted and then they and i believe that's when i believe that's when disney stopped even talking to george lucas was at that point they're like okay we've completely moved on we're doing our own thing and that's why he did that interview on abc where he like sold it to white slavers because i think there's a little bit bitterness like i think he thought he was still going to kind of be along for the ride and i think he also hired kathleen kennedy to stay on because i thought he thought she would be more on his corner than disney's corner when it came to stuff but she went with the house of mouse good for her it's her job so like i think that's why but i think he had plans because he did the interview with james cameron too where he talked about how it was going to be all about like midi chlorians and stuff and i'm like people would have hated it like, <laughs> you hate what we got you pretend that you're going to love what Lucas is going to make, and you would have hated that probably even more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my That's God. Eh, who can say? I don't know. It's yeah. just... I, dude, we lived through the prequels. The people hated the prequels. Yep. 
It's, uh, yeah, who knows? All right, let's go to the odds. Let's go do the odds. Let's go yep. to the odds, oh baby. Baby, let's, let's go to the odds. the odds. No one gets that. No one listening. Oh, Pauline might. All right, go, Brock. <laughs> never tell me. Uh, yeah, never tell me the odds. <laughs> brought to you by <laughs> patreoncom slash podcast. If you like what we do and you love to hear our garbled voices and our overexposed faces, give us money so we can start to look better. And, you know, have great internet and bring you the content that we cut and paste from the internet every single day. And become the one of the many few that we love for support. And we shout their names every episode. The following people, Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Barry Brophy Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Reds, Scott D., Josh Price. Matt W. Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Denna Nerds, Kayla Davis, and Dale Erdman, who is in the chat right now. Go to what Dale. Heidi's also in the chat. Shout out. Never tell me the odds. Thank you so much for all your support. Never tell me the odds. Number one, Ahsoka will drop two episodes on August 31st. Well, they shock us with a two episode premiere of Ahsoka. Oh. Yes. So this is what I was thinking about early when I was watching uh, Secret Invasion. Only one episode. And I was like, nice. So like you're asking, is like, sweet. Yeah, I, I, I think because Ahsoka is already somewhat established, we're going to go one. I don't think they're going to do anything crazy like three episodes like Andor, which made sense once you watched all of them. But like, I'm going to go 15%. But I love me a double episode. Uh, I'm going to go 12% because I don't think we're going to get it. I think they would have announced it by now. And uh, maybe it doesn't need it, right? Maybe it is just a solo episode that doesn't need a second one. To It does need a second one. Let's be honest. They could drop it all at once and we'd be happy. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think we're going to get it. I think Andor was a, I, I think Andor was a special case. I think that's because those three episodes work so well together. Yeah. And if these two episodes... Like, if these two episodes work well together, but then the third one works even better with it, and then so does the fourth, that doesn't make sense. Like, at some point, you've just got to cut it, and I think the longer they have it's going weekly, that's what they're going to want. So I'm going to go 12%. Nice. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments below or in the live chat. Uh, next on, a new Star Wars show will be announced in the fall. Are we going to get? Are we going to hear about a new show this fall? Randomly, just like a random, like... And also coming out next year is going to be Skeleton Hedge Fund. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ten percent. You know, I would love another show, but like, I feel like they have so many things they're promising that they might not deliver on. That it's just like, what are you doing? Stop it! Like, I think, I think, I'm pretty sure Lucasfilm's aware that fans are like, they say things and then it doesn't happen. So, yeah, but they haven't done that with shows so much. 
Rangers of the. Hey, no, no, Rangers, Lando, droids. There's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, droids. I forgot about droids. They're actually there's like probably half, probably half. We forget about them because because they keep coming with what we got though, so at least we don't remember them. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full Brock because I think they've got something coming. Yeah, probably. (laughs) They're gonna be like Lando. We're gonna say Lando again. It's a different Lando show. Like, why tell? Especially your shareholders. Why give them fake promises? We're working on a Lando show. How far along are you? Well, we called Donald Glover. Not about the show. We just called him. Like, like that's what it felt like. Uh, final odd. Jude Law will appear in an upcoming Star Wars movie. Doesn't necessarily have to be the Dave Filoni one. Yeah. Will Jude Law appear in a Star Wars movie? I wouldn't hate that. I know nothing of his character yet, you know, and we don't know if we even like his character, but Jude Law's a good actor, so why not? So I'm going to go full Brock because it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know what Skeleton Crew is necessarily, and I don't yeah. know, if, if I mean, if his character dies, then definitely they won't be. In. But I mean, if if it is part of the Mandovers, which it sounds like it is, how could you not put Jude Law in a movie in the movie theater? How could you not? I know Filoni's yeah. like, we don't know who's gonna be in it yet. I'm like, yeah, but how do you not? And if he's a Jedi, also, like, how do you not with Thrawn there and yeah. all that? Like, I don't I don't know how you I don't know how you don't. So I'm gonna go Fulbrock as well. Because it's yeah. been a while. Been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> I had Creed in my head earlier. I haven't listened to Creed in like 25 years. I'm like, what is? I was like, why do I have With one not open. Freaking Creed. I think yeah. what I got in my head though, because I was listening to like a, a Scream soundtrack on <laughs> Spotify or Apple Music or something. And um, and one of the Creed songs came on. I skipped it. But I think that's why I was like, Creed. Because they were big, they were big. Like Scream Three and Creed went together like peanut butter and jam. It was like, bam. Mm-mm. What if? What? That was a big. One. What if? All right, you have news. I do. Should I sing the news song like hot like uh, Creed? Hollow <laughs> news. I can't do it. Hollow news. Hollow news. Holla News, my mic is on. Holla News, the news you need to know right now. With Emmy nomination season coming to a close and and or eligible for nomination, Diego Luna could become the first Latino nominated for Best Lead Actor in a Drama Series since 1999 and just the second one ever to be recognized in the category. Star Wars' own Jimmy Smith, who is of Puerto Rican heritage, is the only Latino actor who has received Emmy nominations for Best Lead Actor in a Drama Series, which, if you remember back in the day, 1995 to 1998, NYPD Blue he was nominated for that position. If Emmy-nominated, Luda could also be the first ever lead actor in a Star Wars series to do so. His role as Cassian Andor already earned Luna a Golden Globe nomination earlier this year, the first of his career for best performance by an actor in TV drama series. He was also the first actor from a Star Wars TV series to be nominated for the Golden Globe. So very, very exciting. Michael Shannon was talking about Star Wars recently. Mark, uh, he, he recently reprised his role in General Zod in The Flash, as we were talking about earlier. He's opening about why he turned out a role in the Star Wars franchise back in 2016. 
Michael Shannon says, I'm always a bit wary about these giant movies because they take a lot of time and I don't find them very stimulating to work on. I don't ever want to get stuck in a franchise. This is what he told Empire Magazine. I don't find them interesting and I don't want to perpetuate them. If I'm making something, I want there to be some kind of purpose to it. I don't want to make mindless entertainment. The world doesn't need more mindless entertainment. We're inundated with it. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go to the CG person that is the Man of Steel. But hey, it worked. Uh, in Ahsoka news, apparently, Rosario Dawson may or may... Take this one with a grain of salt, folks. Uh, the latest issue of Total Film brings an interview with Ahsoka star Rosario Dawson, who discussed how Ahsoka ties into Star Wars Rebels based on what series creator Dave Filoni shared with her. And here's what she said, again. Allegedly, allegedly. It's hard sometimes to tell with the things you read online whether that's actual fact or just some fan fiction. But I'm pretty sure Dave Filoni said that this is basically like the fifth season of Rebels. So it felt nice It felt nice to feel that sort of continuation with these people she's got such a rich history with. You can see that with her mission that she has, going after Thrawn and believing that she, he's still alive and holding Ezra in her heart because they have a really beautiful, long history as well. So, I mean, eh, we... We know what's going to happen, so perhaps this is the case, and there definitely is a lot of Rebels Rebels characters coming up in Ahsoka. In our final story, let's talk about video games. Uh, there's more to the grounded feel of Star Wars than sticking a player in the cockpit of an X-Wing fighter and having them fly through asteroid fields in Space Station. While this certainly made an incredible experience in Star Wars Squadron, it handles the IP more like a backdrop to decorate their dogfight. Uh, the aspect of the original trilogy that really makes the franchise so beloved are more in the build and life on a ship like the Millennium Falcon, which the new game Starfield's NASA punk-style uh, flying game seems to nail with intricate detail. The customizable spaceship in Starfield doesn't just give players the ability to slap on whatever weapons they might need on a cookie-cutter fighter. Each module has a specific use that can affect space combat and give players the more options for what to do while living on board the ship with their collected crew. This makes for the perfect combinations of pieces that all come together to give the experience of the entire Star Wars franchise within gameplay, rather than just focus on lightsaber duel the blast. So very exciting! A new game, Starfield, coming out that has that is more Star Wars than any Star Wars game out right now. Until of course, uh, Star Wars Outcasts, I believe it's called, comes out. But if you're jonesing for some uh, dog fighting in space, check out Starfield. It'll release September 6th for PC and Xbox Series X and S. And this has been your Hollow News. I was thinking about that. I almost put the Michael Shannon thing in one of our topics. Mm. Because I was wondering, I'm like, what role was he up for? Because what I was really thinking. Like, like, or 2015? It wasn't that long ago? Oh, like, I guess, well, he not, like it says he, he turned something down in 2016. So then it wouldn't have been in production yet. So uh, you're looking at, you're looking at, solo like was it the the oh yeah yeah like, it? like who could it have been it's it's strange but also like you like he's mentioned like the man of steel but he did man of steel yeah and he's like i'm over this but because don't forget actors have to do the big one, one right they, they <laughs> have to they have to yeah. because it's their job right it would be, yeah. you're done so yeah maybe that's the thing like because i was thinking if he got like the rise of skywalker script and it was what, general pride or whatever mm. of course he would turn that down <laughs> yeah right like like wouldn't he 
Wouldn't he be like, because I, because I'm like, he would be kind of good for that, but, but I think, I think he'd be like, why would I do this? For, you know, I don't know who else he could have been. Like, I'm thinking about villains, the client in Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like actors, they're all like, they read the script and they're like, or they hear the pitch. And if it doesn't speak to them, they make their decision. And it depends yeah. on outside of you know, people that are like, yeah, I'll be in Fast 10. Yes, Vin Diesel, stop calling me. I'll be in Fast 10. <laughs> I think it's smart. Like if you can get on that Fast and Furious train, you are a freaking brilliant yeah. because that yeah. thing is just like, it's li- it's the literal money train. I get yeah. a literal money train. It's like, yeah. oh, you were in a, fa- unless you're like Ja Rule or Bow Wow, you are coming back 100%. There's no question. <laughs> Wait. I think Bow Wow's in the eighth one or ninth. No, ten is the recent one. So nine. I yeah. feel like for like one scene, they bring back the Tokyo Drift guys. I've heard. Guy, well, I've never well, watched the, the main guy. The main guy is in it. I don't think Bow Wow was though. I'd have to relook at it. I I, just, I, had, I was forced to watch it, and I Brock, I can t- right. I just watched it in May, and if you ask me what it was about right now, I could not tell you what it was about. I don't know what nine was about. They went to space for some reason. To do something, and I'm not sure what it was. And it was just like, have you seen Nine? Did you see? No, that? he's no. he's in he is in F Nine. Okay, like, so yeah, he, he was one. Like scene. Yeah, for so like yeah, so he's in the one. It makes sense. Yeah, because there's a few people from Tokyo Drift that show. Okay, yeah. so Ja Rule, you got to come back. But like, it makes no sense. Just I don't understand what's going on. But good for all those people. Like, hundred percent, get in. On the Fast and Furious while you can, because it's ending in two more movies. <laughs> also, Brock, Fast and Furious ten, and then Fast and Furious the next one isn't called eleven; it's called Fast and Furious X2. ten part two. Yeah. Why? <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating. Who knows? No one. Like I think that that series, I, I know I always talk about like, oh, it won't be fun to hear in like twenty years what was actually going on behind this. Fast and the Furious is definitely gonna have like some tell-all novel, like because who was it that who was the director that just left? Just oh Justin yeah, Lin? Justin Lin, yeah. Yeah, like like he put it into his. Apparently, I I hear about this through a lot of podcasts. It's like he had it worked into his contract that it's like, look, I can walk away from this if things get crazy so it's sort of like what did vin diesel do exactly <laughs> i have heard from uh people in the industry brock that have said that vin diesel is like the worst person to work with and these aren't and i'm not talking about like i don't know like james cameron like these are like low level well they're pretty high but they're not like above the line people the people who literally work on movie sets who have worked on vin diesel movies and have said him and Kiefer Sutherland are like the worst people to work with <laughs> that they've worked with. Apparently, Donald Sutherland, the nicest guy on the planet. Kiefer yeah. Sutherland, not so much. But those I don't know. Never met... Exactly. But Vin, Vin Diesel is like apparently like the biggest uh, everything you can think of. Like everything that you think of apparently is Vin Diesel. He might also be the nicest guy on the planet, but I think his ego really, really gets in the way a lot. Yeah. If you don't fit his way of thinking forget about it yeah. uh speaking of people that should stop uh making content i saw avatar way of water wow why does that movie exist there's it's just like it's not terrible but it's just sort of like three hours of like i like whales like we get it james cameron stop it stop it 
So I and there's two there's... more movies coming out. <laughs> no, there's three more movies. Oh, three more. Out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I Please. so I can't. I do not like the first one at all. I saw it in the theater <laughs> once. I saw the first. One, I saw the first one in the theater. I thought the 3D was spectacular. I know you don't like 3D. I thought the 3D was spectacular. Sure. Didn't could not stand the movie. I was with Rob, and Rob can attest to it. I hated the movie from the minute I got out of the theater. So I was like, I'm not gonna bother with the second one. I will let everybody like and you Fantasia loves the Avatar movies. I will let him love the movies. I will say nothing. It's like you with Dune. I'm not gonna talk about it. Like it is what it is. You like what you like. It's fair enough. But every this movie made a billion dollars. Yeah. It's like the second or third highest gross movie of all time. Not one person has ever talked about it. No, no yeah, one's ever said weird. it. Like Andrew's like, I really liked it. Like, what else? That's all I'm gonna say. I'm like, what's it? Like, yeah, why? Yeah. Like, I can't figure this. Mo- Spider Verse is kind of similar, where no one's talking about it, but that might be for. Sp- I don't really know, but it hasn't made a billion dollars. Like, people are going back to see this movie like a, mm. a lot, and no one. It's like liking Creed, like or Nickelback. Like, no one will. Yeah, that's will admit exactly it. it. It's like yeah. somebody likes these movies because they're making a lot of money, and it, fine, I don't really care. But true. like. Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad you said that because I have no interest in the second one. Uh, no one's talked me into seeing it either. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, it just happens at you. It's not like, it doesn't really change your life. It doesn't, I mean, he, he makes, uh, he makes, he's making a universe. So it's like, there's more characters and all. And there's a lore to it, I suppose. But it's just like, I'm like, the only thing I come away from them, like, I wonder if they'll change the theme park at all. Because I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. They could. I dig that. the theme park. The theme park is cool, but like, I mean, I don't know. It is bizarre. I'm like, why did we need this movie? <laughs> My wife it took 13 years. hated it. Hated the movie. She really like good. spite watched it with me paying half attention. And like every like 10 to 15 minutes, she would just start yelling. Why is this movie still happening? Why? Why? <laughs> so, that was me during the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly, the theme park is great. That's the only saying great. Yeah. It took 13 years to make this movie. Yeah. But you're right. It is like Nickelback, where it's like, this is content. I don't care for it. I don't know why it exists, but it still exists. It's just like, somebody likes it, I guess. I don't know. I can tell you right now, if Aaron said, let's watch Avatar 2, I would say, you watch Avatar 2. I'm going to play Nintendo. Like, I would literally, like, not watch it. And usually, if she says, let's watch something, and I'm not interested, I'll still sit there and suffer through it. But Avatar, I'd be like, I don't have the... T-. And she wouldn't watch it because it's way too long. Like, it's just, it's way too long. All right, top five? Top five. Forgot we haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top five Ray moments. This is a... Next week, we're going to do top five characters you'd like to vaca- to go on summer vacation with. That'll be a fun one. Top five Ray moments. Uh, number five, Ray scavenging in an old Star Destroyer. Oh yeah, that is cool. I'm gonna make that my number five too because I forgot about that. Just like that visual, there's so many like good visuals with Daisy Ridley. Like, you could just like have a painting or a print of that. Like, it's so nice. Yeah, she probably just has like a room filled with pictures of her from like Star Wars. (laughs) It's all nice (laughs) and murder on the Orient Express. Express. (laughs) What? Uh, yeah. That's my number five. My number four, fighting Kylo in The Force Awakens. Ooh. It's just like, again, it's colorful. Like, I like the blue and the red and the snow. And it was just like, yeah, this is fun. fun. I 
I don't know if this is a Ray moment. I mean, she does it, but it's like she's not really on screen. But like when the, the Falcon appears on crate and shoots three TIE fighters out of the sky and it's just like she's not flying. Chewbacca's flying and she's shooting. She's gunning. I'm like, just like yo, I, she she is Han in that moment, right? She is Han at the end of like New Hope, where it's like, no, I think she's Luke at the end of that mo- in the end of New Hope. No, I meant in more of like the like she's like she comes out of nowhere and helps save the day yeah. at that exact moment, and it's just like she's yes. like free will, let's blow this place. <laughs> like I love stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that. One of my favorite moments of that movie. Yeah. Uh, my number three is fighting Kylo on Death Star 2. Look, if they fight Kylo, it's going to be on the list. So fighting Kylo on Death Star 2. <laughs> uh, my number three is like, that's garbage. <laughs> it's like, the yes. garbage will do. <laughs> that, it, what a great moment. That was one of my favorite moments in The Force Awakens is when we get the the reveal of... Uh, like, like, they kind of shoehorn... Han and Chewie in there, like, oh yeah, we'll get to them. But like that was like pretty like, ah, oh, look at that. It's on yeah, this yeah. planet for some reason. I love yeah, I love yeah. that. That's a great, great moment. Great yeah. moment. My number two, this one's just to upset everybody. When she says Ray, Ray Skywalker. <laughs> and then puts up the yellow blade light. Say, come on, come on, come on. Um I'm gonna. I was. I was going to say her lightsaber battle on Murder Planet, like you said, like the visuals of that, and like that moment where it's like, oh, is she dark side or our light side? What's happening? It's just the. There's a lot of lightsaber battles between her and Kylo. That's just like, yeah, like there's something extra went, going on. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Or at least yeah. like if she didn't, but like actually focus on that for a second in a later movie. But I'm yeah. going to choose the Praetorian Guard battle with where like I've always said this before the thing I like about that that fight outside of like it's really fun and there's a lot of fast pace I like how smooth Kylo is with the lightsaber and she's very like yeah. she's still figuring it out but she's still like skilled in a different way and I like that opposite that uh, juxtaposition there it looks awesome right uh yeah and that's why it's my number one I, I figured oh, I like, Praetorian Guards. Don't tell the. Yeah, no, I was like, every time I do a tough, I'm like, how do I get Praetorian Guards <laughs> or Ben Quadaneros in? Yeah, yeah. In here, I yeah, my number one is Praetorian Guards because, uh, yeah. My number one is her and BB-8 walking into the setting suns of Tatooine because, like, in that moment, I was like, give me another movie, and it's like it's it's stuff like that that makes movies amazing like terminator 3 not a great movie but the very very end it's like judgment day hits and they're like i'm alive i'm alive i'm like give me more movie and then the movie's over so it's like yeah uh, that is a good ending actually and i like i said earlier in the top five if that was a print or a painting that'd be amazing i i want more bb8 so whatever required to get more bb8 would be fantastic Top five. Uh yeah, BB 8s cool. I think you're gonna get I don't know if you'll get if, if they make this Ray movie, I guess you'll yeah. get more BB eight. Like how do you not yeah. put BB eight in the Ray? Well, it's is BB eight still Pose or is it Ray? I can't figure it out. Who knows? I have no idea. I feel like the droids cheating on Poe with Ray or vice versa. I don't 
It's like BB-8 in a jacket. Poe just can't win. Astromech droid, white and orange, one of a kind. Well, because <laughs> Poe was supposed to die. So I guess they were like, when they wrote it, they yeah, were like, well, yeah, yeah. you just screw over Poe. And then Poe's like, well, I'm still alive. Uh, I guess that's my droid. And then BB-8 goes with Finn and Rose in, in to, to Canto can't bite me so i don't know i uh, like the amount of references to ray and the millennium falcon like if we get this movie like how sweet would it be that she, she somehow has the millennium falcon that'd be great yeah that'd be really cool i hope somebody loses a hand do you think chewie's gonna be in the new movie like chewie's <sighs> just kind of, what if chewie's like and he's chef? gray he's granny's cooking pork can you imagine <laughs> that i think <laughs> i pitched this idea like like years ago when we were talking about what would be the next movie after Rise of, Sky, Rise of Skywalker, where like Millennium Falcon just pops up in the new movie, but it's like been abandoned and it's covered in like it's in a jungle covered in like whatever. And they find it. And they're like, what is this? And there's you don't see any of the characters. Just some character finds the Millennium Falcon and it just becomes one of those things like. I love like that is what makes this kind of franchise interesting. Where you're like, mm. oh, sick! That'd be awesome. Write it. I imagine like, what if they brought the the Falcon back and it had the the thing from Solo when it was like full <laughs> on the front? Yeah. Somebody, somebody Remember tried to thing? like lead, like pimp my ride on the Falcon. Somebody <laughs> exhibit comes out of nowhere, and they're like. He has a new hat, like uh, yeah. Malibu Stacy. <laughs> Fantastic. Are you gonna go see Barbie? Oh yeah, my wife's already told me we're seeing. Barbie, oh, you already? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we are Team Barbie, not Team Oppenheimer. What a random, like, combination of movies to compete against each other that, like, the internet has just glommed onto. Have you seen this? Exactly. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, they, they make sense because they're different demographics, but also there's 52 weeks in a year. Like there's just like so. Oh, forget about year. that. Like the actual dropping of those two movies at the same time, but it's just like that. The fact that the internet has like it's captured their imagination. I'm like, yeah, wow, nobody expected this. <laughs> no, and it's such good publicity for both of them. Yeah, absolutely. It is brilliant. I gotta be honest with you. I have zero. Like the Barbie movie, I'm just like, I'm like, I don't. It's probably great, um, because Greta Gerwig's great, but like. I see the trailer and I'm like, I feel like I've seen this plot before. <laughs> yeah, like, it's called the Lego movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a Lego movie. That's right. Yeah, I'm just like, I feel like I've seen this before. And I'm not, I mean, my sisters had Barbies and I never understood Barbie growing up. Like, never. I'm like, I don't get this. And so I'm not interested in it. And I'm sure it's probably, I was probably going to make a billion dollars. Barbie yeah, is yeah. going to make a billion dollars, probably. If it's good. And, 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 the one thing I will say is because at first they're like, Aqua uh, Barbie Girl will not be in the movie, and I was like, what the? Why would you make a Barbie movie? <laughs> why would you announce put, that? Yeah, and then and then they later announced that it was going to be in the movie. I probably like, because of a backlash, because like how could you not put that? It'd be like we're making Star Wars but not using John Williams theme. <laughs> not Mandalorian, like, you know what I mean? It's like I don't know. You just it's Barbie. Have you got to have fun with it? I think. Um. Anyway. Anything else you want to say? Um, come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Goodbye. <laughs> I didn't disappear. I didn't disappear. <laughs> there you go. The only reason to have a virtual background. No, I can't. I'm trying to like. 
Army of the Dead in right now. God, this Evil feels Dead. like early 2021. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 or sorry, early 2020. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get you, Tauntaun. Tauntaun. What's the uh, interior temperature of a Tauntaun? Lukewarm. Oh, lukewarm. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> It's a meme from 2019. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for watching. It's been a lot of fun. Um, Follow us on on uh, on on Stitcher. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. (laughs) You can follow me on LinkedIn. I updated my demo reel. It's now all animated. I hand drew it (laughs) Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we don't have TikTok yet. I'm surprised you haven't forced TikTok on us. Uh, I thought how- about it, but you know what? It's just it's so much work. And <laughs> I, 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 I do my pizzas on TikTok, and that's about it. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Is that what the podcast? Apple Podcasts? We're, yeah. po- we're on all the podcasts. We're on all. Stitcher, Google, po- uh, Spotify, Spotify, <laughs> Shopify. Yep. We're on Shopify. Yep. All right, uh, Brock. Keep going because you were always scum. Rebel scum. Thanks. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.